Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. We just heard from Jude's testimony about how a word caused a difference in his life, how he received a teaching from our pastor, and how he took it serious and he made a change. Today is another opportunity for us to be blessed by the word of God, for us to grow in our spirits, for us to be taught again by our pastor. I believe that the word for your deliverance and your miracle and your healing is in today's message. So if you're happy and excited as I am, stand to your feet and help me welcome our pastor, our shepherd, our mother, Sister Joy Felipe Bruce! Hallelujah! I can't hear your shout for Jesus. I can't hear your shout, those of you at home. I can't hear you. Hallelujah! Amen and amen. We want to thank God for his goodness. We want to thank him because he has kept us. Amen. If you're sitting at home by your sister, push your sister and say, hey, we are still here. <laughs> and if you're here with me in the studio, right here, push your neighbor and say, hey, we are still here. <laughs> we are in masks and all kinds of things, but we are here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let us pray. Lord, we are always grateful to come to church. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for another Sunday. Thank you that by means of witty inventions we're able to still reach out to each other we give you praise thank you for everyone who's a part of this service i pray today lord that your word will reach us minister to us meet us at our point of need and may there be a change this i ask in jesus name amen and amen take your seat wow wow it's an honor to have another opportunity to preach to share the word of God and we don't take it for granted amen one of the things about this COVID season is that it should bring make thankfulness come up easily to you when you realize that you are still here you realize that maybe things you thought you wouldn't do again you know there are some people they are still wondering whether they will go to school or if they will ever go to school <laughs> yeah you know so when you find out that oh something is working then you thank God that it's still working. That oh, we can still come and put on TV and uh, what? Go on the internet, listen to something, hear something, share word. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's not like that everywhere. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So we should thank God. Well, I'll be sharing with you from something because you know i had just started to study this book when bishop dag recommended it i was reading it for myself not for you 
<laughs> you know, but when he, you know, when he said we should go and get this book, The Determinants, and read it, I thought to myself that it cannot be coincidence. It cannot be coincidence. And so, as we have entered into another month, we've been talking about prayer in the past month, I just thought to myself that, well, it's not a bad place. So, I'm not sure how long I'll be talking to you about this one for. Are you there? Because just the first chapter alone, the first part of it, I can divide it into three weeks. So, I don't know what's going to happen. But, I want to start sharing with you from the book, The Determinants, which many of you don't have. It's also a sign. Tell anybody, it's also a sign. Ah, it's also a sign. You know. And it's not just a book, but it's actually based on a scripture. And it's something that is very important for our lives and for our ministry, for everything that we do. And I'm sure you're wondering, what do we, what are, what are determinants? What is that? What is that? Now, a determinant is a characteristic or a virtue that determines the outcome of things you do in your life. That's a determinant. And the entire book is based around a scripture and it takes us deeper into many things. Amen? Spiritual things, non-spiritual things, they are all governed by determinants. But let us look at the basic scripture, the main scripture we'll be working with. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 11. Ecclesiastes is said to be written by Solomon towards the end of his life. When he was now getting a little depressed. <laughs> you see, when you are starting to get to the end of your life, then you discover that many things you are fighting about, they were not important to there are some other things that are important the things that were so crucial is when you are young you think that if i don't get those designer shoes those designer cambos like my whole happiness is staked on it get to a point i realize that come on come on isn't there more to life you see and it was at that stage in his life that he began to now write down certain things and that's what we see in the book of proverbs in some parts of proverbs we see it also in ecclesiastes but in chapter 9 and verse 11 there's a very interesting scripture and it says i returned tell anybody i returned i returned and saw under the sun you know one of the things that i like about solomon is that many things that he writes were from observation if you will just look you will understand if you will just look right now as we're walking around people think that covid is over but if you will just look you will see that there are some people who have been cleared and some that are still clearing so you will understand hey that it is not over yeah so he says i returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong neither yet bread to the wise nor yet riches to men of understanding nor yet favor to men of skill but time and chance happeneth to them all if you just read the scripture through once and you brush past it you will say to yourself that oh any, 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 any. I don't have to do anything because time and chance is a great equalizer so it will equalize me don't make that mistake let's go back and read it again I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift 
nor the battle to the strong nor yet bread to the wise nor yet riches to men of understanding nor yet favor to men of skill but time and chance happeneth to them all in other words are you listening well in other words the race is to the swift the battle is to the strong bread is to the wise riches to men of understanding favor to men of skill unless time and chance come and change it who will win the race the fastest man the one who runs the fastest unless time or chance or both there was some olympic swimming event one time when the slowest person got the gold and what <laughs> what happened <laughs> when it was time for them to take off you know bah! head start everybody disqualification everybody except the slowest person <laughs> So it doesn't mean that the slowest person should have just gone to sit down and sleep and say that, oh, time and chance will find me in my bed where I'm like, no, 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 no. The fastest person would have run that race and won it. Only that time and chance. Only that time and chance. So if you were wise, you see, this is such a true scripture. When time and chance, or if you see, where you say chance, it depends on what you believe. You can say time or God until they intervene these things are true we have no control over time please try and hold the sun there for the rest of the day you don't have control over time and you don't have control over god what you have control over to some degree is your speed yeah are you there it's your strength wisdom understanding so you can do something about the other things until time and chance enter permit me to say also that you had better do something about the other things because that swimmer who got the gold had also trained had also worked had also tried to do something had also managed to pass through to enter the olympics if you are going to lie in your bed and expect good things to happen it's not like that if the person had been hey, please push your neighbor and say did you get the gold did you get the gold you didn't get the gold because you didn't participate in the race so you need to see that there are things that determine what happens to you and how well things go with you and today we're going to be talking about the first determinant <laughs> the race until time and God appear it is to the swift yeah until time and God or time and chance if you like until they appear the, the race will be won by the person who is fastest is it true or it is not true yeah that, that's just it's just normal that's it and because of that today we're going to be looking at this first determinant speed it's possible that we will not finish and then we will continue 
it is possible it's possible just push your neighbor and say let's just flow let's just flow let's just flow so today we're going to be learning some things about speed please so when i talk about speed i'm not talking about your 140 kilometers on the temamoto way you are lacking in wisdom singularly lacking in wisdom hey Accra Kumasi Road, 160 kilometers. You have planned a one-way street to heaven. That's all. So that's not what we are discussing here. <laughs> I think I need to say it because some people like speed, but you need another. That's not the type of speed we are talking about. But we want to learn a few things about speed. Are you ready? We are on a journey. We're on a journey and today i'm hoping to minister particularly to my nice friends who are very slow are doing things <laughs> very slow yeah i'm preaching for you and i'm praying that god will impart something to you very slow number one speed determines if you will build anything <laughs> speed <laughs> determines if you will build anything let's go to a scripture second chronicles 24 reading from verse 2 joash did all that was right in the sight of the lord joash was one of the kings who came on board as a young man and he did right in the sight of the lord all the days of jehoiada the priest and jehoiada took him two wives and begat sons and daughters and it came to pass after this that joash was minded to repair the house of the lord and he gathered together the priests and the levites and said to them go out unto the cities in judah and gather of all israel money to repair the house of your god from year to year and see that you hasten the matter how be it the levites hasted it not and the king called for Jehoiada the chief and said unto him why hast thou not required of the levites to bring in out of judah and out of jerusalem the collection according to the commandment of moses the servant of the lord and of the congregation of israel for the tabernacle of, of witness for the sons of athaliah that wicked woman had broken up the house of god and also all the dedicated things of the house did they bestow upon balaam you see here is a situation this young king had come to the point where he realized that the house of god the church was in disarray so he spoke to the priest of the time he said look let us repair it this was a young man let me not wait until i'm old and i'm about to die before i start to work for god let me do something now and so he rose up instead of the priest to even get up and say oh king we think we have to repair our church they were rather relaxing and they came and he said go around i'm authorizing you as king to go and take offerings around and 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 let's use it to build the church so those of you who have been complaining about the offerings you see that you are out of order from long <laughs> that's just a side barb i couldn't resist it <laughs> amen and he didn't understand he said, ah, why will you not get up and quickly do this thing and they didn't and many people are like that an opportunity comes you see it's an opportunity when the king gets up and says i'm backing you i'm backing you can even go to the house of the inhabitants and say the king says that you should support us you know to build you have a little more strength and something to go and collect and then you just sit and many many people are like that but if you are going to build anything at all speed is essential 
There's an interesting story in this book that I have to read for you, written by Bishop Dag, and it is, it is a true story. He said, I once belonged to a committee that was assigned to build something. At the very first meeting, a senior brother chided me for being over eager to get on with the project. He said to me, young man, don't be in a hurry. Similar projects in other parts of the world have taken over 300 years to build. Even though we could have achieved our goal in four years, the land for the project had not even been demarcated after three years. In other words, slow. When you are slow, many things get spot. One of the thing, reasons why it is good to build fast is that with speed, you save cost. You save cost. Are you there? Yeah. The thing that last year was costing 30 cities, this year is 38. <laughs> yeah. If I, that's a nice example, someone says Tebonet. Before the COVID, you had a certain price. Now you are buying it at double the price because of your slowness. Imagine you are going to be building and then you don't even take the decision quickly. And many people who do not build, that's the problem. They don't decide quickly. So here you are, you are a new teacher, you have just been sent to a certain area and you are there. And the place is not yet looking, um, what's the word, built up. But as you are there, you are doing your best. And then you hear that, oh, there's some land over here that you can get for a price. Then you start to think. And you think. And you think, and you think, and you think, and you think. And you think. And you think. I know a certain person who the person was about to retire after 30 years. Of staying in a certain town where we all were and at that I just about a year to go the person was telling me when I retire I have no building I have nowhere to go and I said ah but this place where we are even when I came I mean because the person had been there longer than us land was still cheap the person said yes so but I was thinking about it I was thinking about it <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking. You thought, huh? Ten years came and passed, and you were still thinking. And twenty years came and passed, and you were still thinking. And thirty years have come to pass. If you don't hasten your feet, you will not do the building at all. You will not do the building at all. Hey speed cuts down cost that's why in places where they really measure things when they are doing certain projects they will build during the day and they'll build during the night they'll put up lights so that the building is going on all the time and they will actually get people you know hire people so that there are those who work day shift and those who work night shift and the thing is moving and it's done and they bring the cost down hey Hmm. but some people please so don't be annoyed I haven't mentioned your name yeah speed eliminates waste yeah speed surprises the opponents of the project yeah the opponents of the project we are blessed to belong to a house where our father believes in building 
And so when the Tamale church was not that old, we had, we had gotten to a certain stage. I think we must have been about four or five years old. Then he said, buy land. So the land was bought. And then he said, build. And then we started building. And it's just, just go for it. And you see, this was a church. We were now coming. So it's not as if some plenty of money was lying somewhere. Then he said, no, you just put it together. Put together your offerings. You build. Uh, when you don't have, you pause. Gather a little again. And then you continue. So soon after we started building, it was in a certain place. Early one morning, a certain car came there. And out came an official from a certain department in the land. Furious angry what did we think that we are doing there <coughs> what is it that we are doing we say, uh, what can be the problem uh, this land something 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 you see the guy came there to make a lot of noise but he could not do who tell your neighbor he couldn't do what who because while enemies slept the land had been purchased the land had been registered. Are you seeing it? The building had begun. So by the time the man wanted to galvanize his opposition for whatever reason he wanted to galvanize it, it was too late. But if we had taken our time and just sat and said, we are waiting till we get all the monies together. All the monies. How many times will your bank account see that kind of money? many times speed I said speed push your neighbor and say speed yeah it is required very important hallelujah and speed helps you to overcome unforeseen and unavoidable delays there are some delays that are I mean you didn't see them coming That's why when you go and get something, don't go into debt and don't go and get a some big something that you don't finish. 30 years to pay, to pay for your house. You did <laughs> 30 years. Do you know what unforeseen circumstances on the way? Hey. Mm. Hallelujah. Number two, we're talking about speed. This one is a very interesting one. Speed determines if you will get married. <laughs> Speed determines if you will get married. <laughs> Let us <laughs> Let's take the scripture from 1 Samuel chapter 25. In 1 Samuel chapter 25, a story begins verse 15 in fact it begins before verse 15 this is where um david had sent some men to nabal to go and ask him for an offering and they went and they they went to tell nabal that while your animals were in the hills because at a certain time in the year they take all the animals up into the mountains it's easier for them to eat them but it's also more dangerous so david's people had come to say we were their guards we guarded your people nothing happened to your people nothing happened to your animals they have all returned home and now you are sharing your sheep this is the time when you cut off all the wool and it's your money making time and so we've come to say remember us we are still out there in the wilderness remember us reward us for what we did and Naba answered as his name <laughs> who is David 
nowadays small small boys will be getting up and then they just get up and give themselves titles and they just and he didn't do it and so david was angry and he his um, his man was left and went to tell him and they knew that trouble was coming so one of his servants went to tell nabal's wife abigail that hey this is what happened and the guys this is what the guy said the servants they said the men were very good to us and we were not hurt neither missed we anything as long as we were conversant with them when we were in the fields they were a wall unto us both by night and day all the while we were with them keeping the sheep do you understand this this thing so the guy was saying that look it's true when we were there they were like a wall for us and for as long as they, we, we stayed with them we were safe so he said now therefore know and consider what you will do for evil is determined against our master and against all his household for he's such a son of Belial that a man cannot speak to him then Abigail made haste and took 200 loaves and two bottles of wine and five sheep already dressed and five measures of pitched of parched corn and a hundred clusters of raisins and 200 cakes of figs and laid them on asses listen she didn't wait to go and ask her husband but you what were you thinking about she didn't wait to go and have a quarrel she didn't even wait to ask permission she just got moving there are times in life when you must get moving and she saved her whole family by her action because truly when the news got to david that this was what the man said he said kai <laughs> we have looked after this man's things in vain god help me if by tomorrow i leave anything that pisseth against the wall alive <laughs> that's a that, that's a, a, a threat <laughs> So they were actually on their way to come and just destroy Nabal and there. Then Abigail comes with her things she has packed. Please, please, I beg you. I'm sorry. The man, he's like his name. It's because I didn't hear. It's because I didn't see. Please receive this. And you see, please, do you know, God has plans for you. Don't do this thing that will become a mark against you later. That you are going to finish off some family. And David said, that's a wise woman. Are you there? So, that was it. Now, when she came back to come and tell her husband the story, you see, she has gone, calm the waters, everything is cool. She came back to meet the husband drunk because I told you that when they do the sharing of the wool, that's when money comes. So they had had a pore. You see, that's why David had sent to him that now that you are going to be slaughtering animals, cooking, having a part, just remember us and send us something so she came and she told her husband that they were on their way to finish us as i went i met david coming with his whole army and the man was so afraid he had a heart attack right there verse 39 verse samuel <laughs> chapter 25 verse 39 when david heard that nabal was dead he said Blessed be the Lord that hath pleaded the cause of my reproach from the hand of Nabal, and hath kept his servant from evil. For the Lord has returned the wickedness of Nabal upon his head. And David sent and communed with Abigail to take her to wife. And when the servants of David were come to Abigail to Carmel, they spoke to her, saying, David sent us to you to take you to, take you to him to wife. 
she arose, bowed herself on the face of the earth, and said, Behold, let thine handmaid be a servant to wash the feet of the servants of my Lord. And Abigail, again, she hasted and arose, and rode upon an ass with five damsels of hers that went after her. And she went after the messengers of David and became his wife. So you see that the lady, well, now here she was. Her husband was gone. And David said, you see, in those days, if you were a widow, you were really a sad um, in a sad situation and the truth is that in even in today's world it's the same it's the same you may have some more um, economic freedom or whatever but it is the same it is a very difficult position to be in so when David came remember this is not the David who was King David he was not King David yet he was still on the run yes he was a fugitive and he sent and he asked i would like to marry you i think that you are a very wise woman a very beautiful woman very nice woman your head also works i would like to marry you the bible says that she hastened to say yes i'm coming and just packed her thing yeah haste and she got married and she got married today it's not like that both among the girls and the boys Yes. Wasting a lot of time. Young man, you are just walking round, 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 I'm thinking about it. Be thinking, be thinking. That's why somebody will come under your nose, under your nose. Yes, yes. Uh. No, it's true. It's true. Have you not heard this story many times? For those of you who are students, they'll be in the same study group, learning together, learning together. They find out you won't catch you. You didn't say anything. So the girl too, she's there. She looks at Charlie. I'm 24. I want to get married. Then some brother from somewhere that we knoweth not of will come with her. And she will say, okay. After she says, okay, you say, oh, my heart, your day, your what? <laughs> your what? And you have some guys because of that. You are 35. You can't marry. You can't marry. You wasted time wasted time please i'm not talking about brothers in the world they have their problem if you are a christian if you are a christian god does not expect that you should be spreading your seed freely around the area yeah he's not expecting that of you that free range behavior does not belong to a christian brother and that is one of the reasons why as soon as you are you have a bit of awareness of yourself a bit of a future ahead we say just marry i know some people put on a long list and they say the man he should have a tv he should have a fridge he should have what again a, a house he should have this the list that you are writing sir the list you are writing that list that you are writing you when you marry did you have it did you have it 
I don't, I don't want to disturb some of my, my own colleagues, but I would have liked to ask you. As you are there, giving this list from Kunkurun to Krankrain, and saying that the guy should not marry, because some churches, you are supposed to help them marry, not stand against them. And then you make them walk around, walk around, waste time. Now when the guy has got all the things that you say, all the godly women are married, then he goes to marry something and brings the something to the church. And then you are saying, brother, where did you find this woman? Where do you think he found her from? All the other decent ladies have already been taken. That's the man. Then the sisters too are there. When the brother comes, you are looking at him. Then you say, oh, you are thinking about it. No, you are praying about it. You, as you are there, you don't pray much. You don't pray much. Then you walk up and up and up and down. Some of you, your name should be Miss No. When this brother comes, no. This one comes, no. This one comes, no. This one comes, no. Let me just tell you something. There's something called the flower of your age. In the flower of your age, that is when you see that so many people are coming. Nobody can tell you when the flower passes. Because honestly, when you stand in front of the mirror, you still look the same, but the flower has passed. And that is when now, instead of people coming, you are now walking around saying, man, a man, who they call, who is asking, who is... Yeah. And so pastor are you just saying that we should marry just anybody i'm sure you are more intelligent than that yeah you are far more intelligent than that you know that you see you know that that's not what i'm saying christian brother you have seen the young lady propose young lady you have seen the christian brother and you are all of age accept you know, marry. You know, one of the things I thank God for in this COVID season is showing you that you can marry under any circumstance. Have we not seen office weddings? We have called them office wedding. We have called them wedding. Have we not seen wedding 25 people? Have we not seen wedding 50 people? So today, nobody, nobody can come and stand there and say that, oh, because I don't have money. You don't need money. The only thing you need is to go and pay for that certificate at uh, 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 KME. Uh, that's all. That's all. Um, you see he should have a place to take her excuse me sir where is he getting her from she's been living with her family her mother her father four children chamber and hall what what is your problem what's the problem suddenly the man should have a house oh come on come on if only you need a certain of course I'm not talking to 15 year olds I'm not saying 15 year olds I beg you I beg you. But as you begin to complete school, it's time to think of getting married and make up your mind. There is no golden woman from anywhere, and there's no golden man from anywhere. This guy is good enough. That girl is good enough. He is not the most handsome man on earth. Neither are you the most beautiful lady on earth. But goodness gracious me, if God has spoken to you and opened your eyes and you have seen, just go ahead and stop wasting our time. Hey! stop wasting my hard time yes yes in fact i'm just remembering a certain brother he'll get a text from me as soon as i finish preaching stop wasting our time yes
stop a certain boy he will get a text stop wasting our time hey <laughs> yeah no i like abigail i mean down to earth down to earth the thing has got to be done you see some of you would have said oh her husband has just died she should sit down she should wait a year that's why some widows are brought to a piece of bread when the husband has passed away they make her sit down the woman was a trader she had her things what job can you do that you can leave it for one year and just go and pick it up and be working huh by the time she comes back to pick the business up things have changed her life of poverty has begun because she listened to some people who are not practical i beg of you with all due respect the man has died give him that honor as he's finished as he's passed somebody else is coming go ahead with all due respect the lady has died give her a little whatever you see she's not coming back oh. if she's a christian crash she's in heaven saying come on go ahead with it she's saying what i'm saying to you get on with it oh yeah oh yeah are you there or you have traveled yeah speed it is needed you have waited ah. you know there used to be a time when they, used, they thought that it's only women who lose if um, they wait too long men too after the age of 34 your fertility begins to go down and it is medically proven by, by the time you are 40 you are now having your first child you are wondering are they, i was very good in school but because they are old let me not go we have not planned to go today hey are you in the house yeah speech speech don't take it out of context we are discussing it in a certain context don't take it out of context because there are people who will always reduce something to a ridiculous argument that's not what we are saying within the confines of what we are discussing you understand what i'm saying 35 you're not married it's a problem and you should know that it's a, it is an indictment on your character yeah it says something about you because it takes something to marry a woman that's why the bible says that he who finds a wife finds a good thing and he obtains favor from the lord you don't just get up and marry a woman and when i say marry please i'm not talking about those of you who just cohabit anybody can cohabit including rabbits anybody they just stay together that one you don't need anything to stay together that's not what we're talking about and it is not what we do in church but marry the woman um, I'm only uh, 26 years old what is only about that you have been fornicating since you were 16 that one you didn't say that ah, that one you didn't say that you are, you are too young I remember one day a certain young man who was my church member had impregnated a certain girl and the girl had hoped that he would marry her but it wasn't happening so i met him one day and i asked him i said oh i hear that you know you're not planning to marry then the guy said to me that i went to see my brother or see me i said what your brother said Oswa. why didn't he say that to you before you started opening your zip Hmm. 
Are you there? Why didn't he say it earlier? You see, at times, eh, we are not honest and real in the church. At times. We are not honest and real. I want to speak to some parents. I hope that your children are not by you. Parent, the children of today, they're not like how you were. As you are there saying that this child is innocent, he knows 15 different pornographic sites which he visits every day. He's into things you can't even imagine. Dream about. So please, don't say what you are saying. Oh, my son, he's very innocent. No, 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 please. It's not like that. It's not like that. You don't know your son. Next time, you see, that's why your child should have a pastor. I am a pastor, but I'm not my children's pastor. My sons have their own pastors. So that they have godly men and women they can talk to. And receive godly counsel. It's not everything they'll tell you as a parent. They won't tell you. They won't tell you. Parents, if I told you what your child told me, you will stop saying what you are saying. Mm. You will stop saying what you are saying. Hey! Hey! Hmm. Wow. <laughs> so please. <laughs> Evil finds them so early. And we play the fool with it and we say they are too young. Allow them to marry. Support them to marry. Yeah, actually support them. It doesn't have to be an expensive anything. Support them to do the right thing. You'll be happy that you did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, my husband and I, we have supported our sons to marry early. And we have no regrets. Rather than jumping around. As they've come to say, I've just finished school. I don't have anything, but I want to marry. This is the person. Say, are you sure this is the person? Check it, check it, really? We are with you. We are with you. Yeah. So what do you have? How much can we, what can you do? Yeah. You have a little job. You will not starve. Okay. We too, this is what we can do. Hey finish and we go yeah <laughs> hallelujah speed push your neighbor and tell your neighbor speed 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 it determines if you will get married many people who have dragged their feet over getting married have discovered soon after that they couldn't marry yes some that's how come they have children they are there till now somebody was just telling me they are six children six the ability to marry the, not the children no. the parents haven't married <laughs> because when you should have married you didn't you walked around walked around walked around you see you must understand that if you have one child a second one is coming by the time they turned around they are six are you now going to marry? I've been a welding. You see, it was supposed to be some time ago. Make a decision. Talk to yourselves. Decide that. Look, let's do a simple wedding. Yeah. God will just help us and settle yourselves. Hallelujah. I think I'll give you one more point for today. You see why I said that we will not be able to finish. <laughs> determines the financial disasters you will avoid speed determines the financial disasters you will avoid 
Genesis chapter 19. This is the story of Lot, Sodom and Gomorrah. From verse 15, when the morning arose, then the angels hasted Lot, saying, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. I, I want to pause here for a moment. You know, at this point, at this point, the decision had already been taken that Sodom and Gomorrah would be destroyed. But I found it very significant that the angels were advising Lot at this point and saying that they must leave now before they are consumed in the iniquity of the city. And I just want to minister to somebody who you should have moved out of where you are. And you are still there and the iniquity of the place is catching up with you. There are some things that will not happen to you when you are in another place. It's because of where you are. And then you began, you are big. I don't know why I'm saying this and I don't know who you are, but I'm speaking to somebody. Pick up your things and just go. Move out with your family. He said, because you will be, lest you be consumed in the iniquity of the city. Hey. Tell me, it's not everywhere that's a place to be. Oh. Yeah, not everywhere. Not everywhere. You see, you have put your heart, I'm going to stay in America. I'm going to stay in UK. I'm going to stay here. You are looking at other things. And now you have you and your family, you have been swallowed up by the iniquity in the place. You are now coming up in Aoba. Please don't write me a letter. I don't know who that was for. <laughs> While he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand. You see, he was doing reflectance. Uh, and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters the lord being merciful unto him may god find grant you mercy to get out of there and they brought him forth and set him outside the city and it came to pass when they brought them forth abroad that he said that, that he said escape for thy life look not behind thee neither stay thou in all the plain escape to the mountain lest thou be consumed are you there and he repeated all the way again in verse 22 he said haste thee escape 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 amen now here was lord he had lived in the place you know there are times when you are agreeing with something and you are saying this place is not good at all oh, this thing is not a good at all but then you don't make any move you don't make any move and here was the whole thing about to go down Sodom and Gomorrah. I can tell you that when Lot and his wife were running away that day, I don't think they carried much. I don't think they carried much. Total, complete financial disaster. But you see, when you read the account of Lot's story, the Bible says that when he lived in the city, he was already aggrieved by the evil that he was seeing there. But he didn't move. He didn't move. Now he had to run away with nothing. He had to run away with nothing. There are times when you are in something, you are in a business, in a something, and you begin to see things going on. And you can see that, no, I don't agree with how this thing is going. Take up your things. Hurry up and go. And when he was going, they gave him some instructions. And they told him that, escape for your life. Escape for your life. Look not behind thee don't stay in the plains escape to the mountains you know even though the point is talking about speed in terms of 
the financial things i also want to say that it's also like that for spiritual things when you are coming out of a certain lifestyle come out of the lifestyle escape for your life you get it escape for your life so many christians you have mixed mixed the life now we are not sure are you a christian or an unbeliever you have mixed the two and so now even your very christianity is in doubt then you are walking around and are saying that oh uh, uh, what one said always said one said always said I, I don't plan to have a theological discussion with you right now but i would really like to point you to the story the parable of the ten virgins and i want to point you there and show you that there were 10 virgins all were virgins all of them slept all of them had some oil when they woke up five made it five did it so if you you still think that you should go on like that it's up to you but here this man was told escape for your life the second instruction he was given was don't look back don't look back you came out of 419 why are you looking back you escaped though that looking back is what will finish you go and ask lord's wife yeah go and ask lord's wife she looked back with regret thinking of all the things she was leaving behind she couldn't move again pillar of salt a pillar of salt is exactly what useless what do you do with a pillar of salt a pillar, who eats a pillar of salt who works with a pillar of salt you are just there nothing you are just a memorial to us of what we shouldn't be and there are people who have done this thing instead of getting out escape for your life you keep on looking back and you look jesus said that if you put your hand to the plow and you look back you cannot be his disciple you cannot be his disciple i'm talking to that guy you said you were a missionary you have gone to the place and now because it's difficult you are looking back and you are saying i wonder if i made a mistake maybe i should go back don't look back do not look back don't look back be there stay there stay there the god that you are serving he will rescue you you have been looking for help everywhere else i said stay there let god come and find you there ah, what are you saying escape for your life don't look behind you don't stay in the plane escape to the mountain in other words go far to a place that doesn't even look like this place you see many people who are in a financial mess today god told you to escape or oh, you didn't escape you didn't escape he told you to get out of that scheme i don't want to mention that you were there they told you that oh the the the, the uh, profits it was how much percent 15 percent uh, and you should ask yourself what business will, be, will you be doing that will give you that 50 percent or if you bring us 100 cities you'll get 100 cities immediately you should see that it's fraudulent but i'll just do one forgetting that money has its own <laughs> hold <laughs> when you take your 500 cities and you go and do it and you are going back for your 500 and then they give you thousand then something says to you if i put it back inside when i get the 2000 just to go and settle just to settle the dead brother i'll come out look at you look at you look at you look at you speech 
speed. You see, as a child of God, God talks to you. He talks to you. And so, how does he talk to you? It's not, you see, he, he may be talking to you now. As I'm giving the example, you realize that's me. Maybe that's the easiest one. But there's one even easier one. Which is, when you are going to do the thing, and there's some atinkebi, some feeling. And the feeling is that even though everything looks okay, you just feel that, no, no, escape. I said, escape. Escape, don't do it. Oh, everybody is doing, whoever said anything about everybody? Whoever said? Don't you know that the way to hell is broader than the one to heaven? Don't you know that it's more populated? So we don't look at what everybody is doing. I want to talk to somebody speed you want to be anything for god speed your slowness is too much speed people will be saying that eh, why are they ah, sorry too much that's their opinion but it's not their life your life is in your hands you will answer for yours go and go all the way fast so that you have gone too far to turn back it will keep you in the day that you are feeling a little down and you want to remember where you came from you realize that you don't even know the road you don't know the latest dance and you don't know the latest dj you have gone too far you overcome you stay and you move on you'll avoid the financial disasters lot's life was actually a disaster he was lucky to just get his life to go with but he had to leave everything because he was too slow speed will determine whether you will win a race it will determine whether you will be rich it will determine whether you will be successful it will determine what you have and it will determine your financial increase unless time and chance come in unless but for most of us we cannot control time and chance what we can control is what we do make haste to serve god you don't know how much longer you have we all don't know how much longer we have what a year it has been in the middle of corona which is what everybody has talk, is talking about there have been floods that have been killed people that have killed people fires that have killed people there are planes that have come down all kinds of things have happened in the midst of all the mess explosions have happened that we have never seen or heard of before global earthquakes all kinds of things it's not a time to be slow in fact slowness is an enemy as of now i want you to stand to your feet and i want you to talk to god and say god grant me the grace to be fast grant me the grace grant me the grace as soon as jesus was baptized he didn't waste time to go back home to go and hear anything or eat anything he went straight wilderness straight into ministry straight to see things not knowing he had only three years to go but he accomplished it all what about you and i just bow down your head and begin to pray and talk to the lord for a few minutes ask the lord to have mercy on you and to grant you the speed that comes from the Holy Spirit to do what you must do at the right time and in the right way not in the flesh but in the spirit ask him for the grace to make decisions good and powerful decisions ask him for the grace
Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Kama sundele beshimbe, Roma sinda la baba, kema sanda la baba shikita ndoro prosima, rima baba 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 baba, sanda la mama, akanda la mama ma, anda la masukita la nala, shikasanda, rime sendele beya, mikanda la mama, ikanda. Andala masikitendeleya, rimesendelebebeya, undulam. thank you that you grant us the grace the grace of your spirit to be fast to do what we must do when we must do it and how we must do it thank you for the spirit that guides us we give you praise thank you especially for the grace and the speed to make the decisions and do what we must to you be all the glory in Jesus name As every head is bowed and every eye is closed somebody this is your opportunity to give your life to Jesus you've been thinking about it and you've been saying not yet another day another week another time but today I want to invite you to make that decision quickly you have taken too long already and it is only a prayer away to cross over from hell into heaven one day 
the time will come when Jesus is back and it is too late and on that day you cannot cross from hell into heaven but today is not that day it has not yet come and so hasten your feet and cross over while you can and if that is you and you want to give your life to Jesus I want you to pray this prayer after me the Bible says that we should confess him in order to be saved let us pray pray these words after me you want to say Lord Jesus I come to you today as a sinner please wash me in the blood of Jesus cleanse me from my sins please write my name in the book of life Lord Jesus from today from today you are my Savior and you are my Lord I thank you for saving me Amen Father thank you for each one who has prayed this prayer I ask that your will will be done in their lives may they never go back and if we meet one day here on earth or in heaven may it be to celebrate you and to thank you for our salvation this I ask in Jesus name Amen and Amen We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-S-E. God richly bless you.